Looking for a unique online gaming experience? Well, Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer Games are changing the way people play online in New Jersey. Broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop, Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. Play blackjack, roulette, baccarat. All these are available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. live in real time on New Jersey's most innovative online gaming site. The dealers even have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. It's almost like being in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. As long as you're within New Jersey limits, you can play wherever you happen to be or on the go. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer, truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. The House of Cards. Today, the game is different with author and professional poker player Ashley Adams. Okay, you have some skill. Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle here with you deep from the swamps of Jersey. We have an amazing show coming up. Look, if you want to know about casinos and the gaming business, you go to one guy, and that guy is Gary Green. Gary has been a folk singer, a civil rights and union activist, a casino executive, an author, a TV producer, and he was even vice president in the Trump Casino Organization. We'll be talking about the gaming industry and Gary's new book, Osceola's Revenge, The Phenomena of Indian Gaming, and his new television series, Casino Rescue. Gary's a very interesting guy who knows everything there is to know about the casino business. Then, if we have time, we'll do a mailbag where we get to answer your questions. So stick around. House of Cards will be right back after this break. Exciting things are happening at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. They already have the largest selection of online slots in the Garden State, and now players on GoldenNuggetCasino.com can play their favorite table games with the very first statewide online live dealers in the U.S. Golden Nuggets Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. All of the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Play Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat. All these are available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. live in real time on New Jersey's most innovative online gaming site. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer. Truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey only. Problem gambler. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. 
Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com. And don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. You're listening to the House of Cards. Knife. Knife. Not thrilling, the knife. Welcome back to House of Cards. You know, the term Renaissance Man is thrown around a lot, but for our next returning guest, this term really does apply. Gary Green has been a folk singer, a casino executive, a civil rights and union organizer, an author. Now he's getting in the TV, and lucky for us, he's on the phone right now. Gary Green, thanks for joining us. Thank you, and you're very kind. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, given this diverse background, how did you become involved in the casino world? You know, it, it's funny. I, I really started as a child. My father, when he was 16 years old, ran away from home to join a traveling carnival. I'm not kidding. Wow. And what he, what he did at the carnival is in the back room, I guess if tents have rooms, in the back of the tent anyway, he was a blackjack dealer at 16 years old. So when we were growing up, he taught us all of, I'm the oldest of three boys, he taught us all the important things a young man should know in life. Never burn a face guard. Uh, <coughs> Never, never split, split face card, or excuse me, never split low pairs. Uh, you know, important, important yeah. things in life that yeah, every life kid lessons. needs to know. <laughs> life right. lessons, so, yes. So, so it was a natural. Uh, it was it was absolutely natural for me to to move in that direction, and I was uh, I was traveling as a musician. I was doing a gig in Baltimore in the late seventies, and Atlantic City opened up, and I'd been thinking about going to Atlantic City. Then I saw this piece on sixty minutes. Um, where a guy had uh, Ken Houston, in fact, who had been a Wall Street, uh, who had been a Wall Street broker, had quit his job on Wall Street and become a professional card counter. And I was scratching my head, going, "What the heck is a card counter?" And I watched this piece on 60 Minutes, and I went, "Well, shoot, I can do that." And uh, I paid twenty dollars, hopped on a bus, went to Atlantic City. Uh, the only place that was open was resorts, and I fell in love. And I, I made a living for a while as a card counter till they caught me, and uh, and, and rather they're, than they're really good at that, <laughs> they're really good at <laughs> catching people. They they, they really are. Yeah. And uh, rather than take me in a back room and do something movie like to me, like break my legs or something, or my hands, uh, they offered me a job. So so I <laughs> wow boy <laughs> yeah. So you know it's very cool. So I've I have uh, I, I've been in love with it. Since and before. So I guess that was, what, 79, 78? Long time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, speaking of Atlantic City now, and speaking of carnivals, you've worked with Donald, now President Trump. What was your role in the Trump Organization? <laughs> you like that segue? I Boy, was, you gave uh, me vice... an excellent segue for that one. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, I was vice president of marketing and player development. Uh, my my primary focus, though I was in AC quite a bit, my primary focus was his uh, his one foray into Indian gaming uh, out in California, out in Palm Springs. Actually, outside of Palm Springs, in a little town that no one had heard of it at that time, but everyone knows today, Coachella before the Rock Festival. Sure. So we were we uh, we operated the property in Coachella, and uh, I spent most of my time there, though. I spent a lot of time back on the East Coast, and also we had a property up in Gary, Indiana. So uh, i, I got to ask you now. Everyone's curious. What was it like to work with Donald Trump? You know, at the time that I worked for Trump, uh, it was the first – during the beginning of The Apprentice, the first season of The Apprentice, and then going into the second, third season of The Apprentice. And he was so focused on the brand that working for Donald Trump was like working for a, a figurehead. You know, my my real boss was uh, was Mark Brown, who was the CEO of of uh, Trump Hotels and Casinos at the time. When Trump would come to town, uh, you know, the the worst thing he ever said to me, or the most strict thing he ever said to me, is he looked at a group of light bulbs and he said, "I think you could uh, save a little money if you went down on the wattage on these." 
And uh, other than that, everything we did with Trump, and this shouldn't surprise anyone today, everything we did was choreographed for show. Um, it, it, it was all about being a showman. And, and, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, I learned a lot from him. I really did. Uh, you know, it, whatever, else, whatever else Donald Trump is, he is a master showman. Well, yeah, he certainly – I mean, being from New Jersey, I'm familiar with the Trump brand of casinos, and it seems like he left Atlantic City just in time. Uh, you know, when you're working in the casinos, what do you think were some of the challenges that faced the Trump organization in Atlantic City? You know, that that's one of those great openings there because I think the, the challenges that faced the Trump organization were the challenges that, that faced all of Atlantic City. And this has been a soapbox that I've hopped on for five or six years now since the real decline in Atlantic City. And that is, I, I believe in Atlantic City today. I've always believed in Atlantic City. I believe in that market. If you look at the main metric that I use when I evaluate a casino, which is slot machine, win per unit per day, Atlantic City has consistently and, and is today among the top ten jurisdictions in the United States of win per unit per day. It's actually number three in win per unit per day in some months in Atlantic City. And and that's where the, the, the guts of a casino operation is. So you have to say then, okay, so why did Donald Trump fail? Why did these other properties fail there? Why did these properties close? 100% of the times, and, and the, the most ridiculous one is the revel, but 100% of the times it was bad finance deals. If you go in and you look at what those finance deals were, let's go back to slot metrics. If the revel had been so successful that their win per unit per day had been the same as the Borgata, which is, which is of course, the best in Atlantic City as far as win, it would have taken 47 years to pay off the principal on that loan. <laughs> I mean, come on. A hundred percent of the financing of, of the issues in Atlantic City have been finance deals. If those if those casinos had been financed at reasonable metrics, they would be they would be among the most successful casinos in the in the country. Hold that thought and we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Something exciting is happening in New Jersey. People are cheering in Cherry Hill and cashing in chips, pumping fists in Fortley and flopping full houses. Get the thrill and play on your laptop, tablet, or mobile at BorgataPoker.com. Real money anywhere in New Jersey. The Borgata Hotel and Casino is a name you can trust so you can be sure that BorgataPoker.com is secure. And now with a $25 deposit, you can get a $20 bonus when you sign up for Borgata Poker at HouseOfCardsRadio.com. Remember, you must be at least 21 and physically present in New Jersey to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Many athletes dream of becoming a professional football player. For those young men that do get drafted into the NFL or affiliated leagues, life changes forever for them and their families. Repeated head trauma during their professional football career causes many retired NFL players to experience long-term neurological issues such as ALS, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's, and dementia. Our attorneys at D. Miller & Associates are ready to help you immediately. Contact us today at one 855 Pro Lawyers for your confidential discussion. Again, that's 1-855-776-5299. Some houses are born bad. You're listening to the House of Cards. I never dreamed that any mere physical experience could be so stimulating. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining I, us, we're talking with author, TV producer, folk singer, and all-around casino expert, Gary Green. Go ahead, Gary. Sorry, I cut you off yeah. there. Uh, Donald Trump's issues, all, all three bankruptcies, every problem that he had was related to the financing structure with his bondholders. And, you know, I think that... Uh, Along those lines, I think Jim Allen's return, Jim Allen's CEO of the Seminole Tribe of Florida, and used to be a CEO for Trump, I, I think Jim Allen's return to Atlantic City is, 
is going to be phenomenal. I think uh, I think when the Seminole take control of the Taj, yeah, yeah. I I think we'll start to see uh, I think we'll start to see the renaissance of Atlantic City. We're seeing it already. The the Seminole have have bought the Taj, uh, the old uh, the original Steve Wynn property, the old Golden Nugget, not the new one, but that later became the Hilton and then became the uh, uh, ACH. I understand that was recently purchased, even though, even though there's now a deed covenant that won't allow a casino there. There's still a renaissance going on. I understand yeah. there's going to be a huge water park yeah, up an, there. Yeah, an so. indoor water park. So uh, yeah, that'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Someone you know, tell them there's a beach right across the street. So I don't. I don't. <laughs> You know those those the uh, Trop tried a few years ago to put an amusement park indoors. They didn't go the water park route, but they tried to put an indoor amusement park. That didn't work so well either. But uh, you know, but there is a renaissance in Atlantic City, and and if and if these people can go in there and and pay for these things or finance these things with reasonable multiples, there's a fortune to be made in Atlantic City. I love that market. Oh, absolutely. It's it's always been a destination. I mean, my dad went there growing up in Jersey for different reasons. He saw the diving horse and the diving bell in, in the Atlantic. So uh, people have been going there for 100 years. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. I'm so glad you mentioned the diving horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tra- and, and, and here's, here's Tra- why. I used to own, in, in the many crazy things in my background, I used to own a circus in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was co-owner of the circus. And my partner in that circus, Bob Maxwell, uh, was the last person to ride the diving horse off really? the steel pier. Wow. He For years, he, he he took that diving horse, and his wife was the female rider of the, of the diving horse off of the steel pier. So, <laughs> so I've had that AC connection for a wow. long time. You know, they just reopened the steel pier about two years ago, so it's a big attraction there. But they're not having the diving horse or the diving bell and everything like that. But I, I want to get – I know your expertise in casino business has allowed you to branch out in the forms of TV and books. And uh, I, re- I really want to get into Casino Rescue. Um, but what is Casino Rescue? We have a television series that is going to begin on uh, – I'm, I'm not allowed to talk okay. about the network because they're going to announce it. But I'll tell you, it's one of the four broadcast networks. It's not a cable show. And it's a uh, – it's – Similar to the formula that you've seen with Bar Rescue or Restaurant Impossible or Hotel Impossible, but what we do that's a little bit, obviously it's in the casino world, but what we do that's a little bit different, uh, you know, when you watch, uh, when you watch Bar Rescue or, uh, or Restaurant Impossible, part of the format of those shows is, is they go in and they meet with management and basically they make management look like a bunch of idiots. <laughs> and in some, and in some cases they are. But but our format is a little bit different. What we do is we go in and we work with management, and we make management look like the smartest guys on the block because they were smart enough to know they had problems, and so they brought in a team. And and basically what our team does, and we've put together just a an incredible team that is, is tailored to specific areas and specific problems in, in casinos. But basically what we go in is it, we go in and we put in our management philosophy, our management style, what's been successful for us for, I guess, what, three, three and a half decades now. And uh, we, we do a turnaround of, uh, of troubled casinos. And, and as we all know, there are troubled casinos in the world. Some of them are very simple problems, like it's a marketing issue or it's, uh, you know, it, it needs a facelift, whatever. Some of them are extremely complex problems, like the aforementioned uh, financial problems in, in Atlantic City and other places. I, I think that's a great idea. What, what was the spark that led you to that amazing idea? Did someone come to you and say, hey, you should put this on TV? Or did casinos come to you and say, look, we need some help and uh, we like publicity for it, too? So how, how did that come about? How did this great idea come about? Weirdly, like most things in my life, it came about weirdly. Uh, the the core of my of my consulting practice for several years has been doing just that. Uh, I go in temporarily into troubled casinos, I flip them around and uh, and move on to the next project. And and I've done that for a while. Um, I was uh, working on a project raising money for a casino to do an expansion. And I had been, for about six weeks, I had been getting calls from a guy in Hollywood uh, that said that he wanted to invest in casinos. 
And, you know, my spider sense sort of tingled when, when, when someone in Hollywood calls and says, oh, yeah, I want to be in the casino business. I mean, yeah, okay, right. You know, yeah, I'll get, I'll get back. I'll have my girl call your girl or whatever they say out there. You'll, you'll do lunch. Right. We'll do lunch. Exactly. But, uh, I, I was out in, I was out in LA for, for something else and the guy calls. And so I said, oh, what the hell? Okay. I'll have lunch with you. So I go meet the guy. At the, where he told me for lunch, and uh, I go to a very exclusive high-end restaurant in, in Beverly Hills, and I ask for the guy, and they say, oh, he's at his private table. And I'm like, okay, this guy has a private table. I'm impressed. Okay, it worked. So I go back, and the first words out of the guy's mouth were, I have no interest whatsoever in investing in a casino. I've been doing this because I wanted to meet you and I wanted to represent you. Turns out the guy whose name is Alan Morrell is is an Uber agent in Hollywood. He used to he used to represent Sinatra. Oh wow! He uh, here you talk about friends in in high places. When the Pope, when Pope John Paul did his book tour in the United States, Alan represented the Pope. Wow. So I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Let me tell you so, something. Al- when you Al- get in business with a guy who represents the Pope, you know you you got a winning idea. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. So, the, so you know, the guy tells me who he is, and, and frankly, I didn't believe him. So I excused myself, went to the bathroom, whipped my cell phone out, called a friend of mine who's a well-known movie actor in Hollywood. I said, you ever heard of this cat named Alan Morrell? He said, oh, my God, yes. I said, well, I'm having lunch with him. He said, I know people that would cut off their arm to have lunch with Alan Morrell. Whatever he wants, do it. So I went back and I sat down with Alan, and I said, "Okay, so so why me?" And he said that uh, somebody pitched an investment to him. Uh, he Googled me, he read about me, he did a little research. He said I wasn't interested in the investment, but I'm interested in you. And he, uh, I said, "Okay, what what would I do?" He said, "I want to represent you." I said, "For what? What 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 could you possibly represent me for?" And he said, well, first of all, let's take your business model and let's turn it into a television show. And secondly, I think you should write a new book and let me go out and get it published for you. And I'm still skeptical. And I said, okay, we'll give this a shot for six months, see what happens. Uh, less than 30 days later, he calls me and says, okay, I've got a deal for your new book. And I said, what new book? <laughs> he, said, uh, you need, he said, you need to write a book about your experiences in uh, Indian gaming. And uh, he sent me the contract, so and an adva- a really nice advance for that book. So, uh, okay, I became a believer, signed a long-term deal with him, and he went out and pitched the TV show and sold the TV show. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more House of Cards. Looking for a unique online gaming experience? Well, Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer Games are changing the way people play online in New Jersey. Broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and stream directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop, Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. Play blackjack, roulette, baccarat. All these are available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. live in real time on New Jersey's most innovative online gaming site. The dealers even have their own unique personalities, talking to you as they deal the cards. It's almost like being in the Golden Nugget in Atlantic City. As long as you're within New Jersey limits, you can play wherever you happen to be or on the go. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nugget's online live dealer. Truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey only, problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make your game night the envy of your friends and family. Play on a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table. Pro-caliber tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market. And with their Table Builder app, customers can create a table to accommodate any game. Select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own. 
And now you can get a free 600-count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a Pro Caliber poker table. Here's how. Use offer code HOCRADIO when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. That's HOC Radio when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 240-25-POKER. That's 240-257-6537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugg, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. If your house needs repairs, you're ready to downsize. Tired of renters and those rental property repairs, retiring, experiencing a job transfer, inherited a property, or just need to sell your house fast. Do what thousands of satisfied Homevestor customers have done. Call Homevestors today for a no-obligation consultation at 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. We'll close fast and pay cash. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866-I-WANT-UG. 866-I-WANT-UG. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hi, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to uh, mention something, that if any of you have any poker questions that you would like to ask, we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, strategy questions. They could be practical questions about where and how to find the game. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash HOC radio. We're very interested in them. And of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our segment of Mailbag, info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash hocradio. Info at houseofcardsradio.com and www.twitter.com slash hocradio. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of March 27th, 2017. The Trump Tower in New York may have been bugged, but not for the reason the president has stated. According to ABC News, the FBI monitored text and listened to phone calls when they were investigating a gambling and money laundering ring tied to the Russian mob operating out of the Trump Tower. Allegedly, the FBI conducted the investigation, which originated on the 63rd floor of the building from 2011 to 2013. The former Atlantic Club Casino on the boardwalk in Atlantic City has been sold. R&R Development Group purchased the property and they intend to turn it into an indoor water park and family entertainment center. The Atlantic Club originally opened in 1980 as the Golden Nugget Casino, which was owned and operated by Steve Wynn. And finally, if you think you did bad on your NCAA basketball brackets, listen to this. Derek Stevens, owner of the D and Golden Gate Casinos in Las Vegas, bet big on the first round of the tournament. So after his first round, his record was 10-19-3, which amounted to a loss of $109,000. Wow, I was upset when just Villanova lost. 
Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. Forget about April showers. At Borgata, it's raining cash. At Borgata's Spring Poker Open, April 18th through May 5th. Featuring the $1 million guaranteed opening and live stream championship events. Qualify online for as little as $5 at BorgataPoker.com. Borgata Spring Poker Open, April 18th through May 5th. Complete tournament details available at TheBorgata.com. Must be 21 or older. Online gaming available in New Jersey only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards. Lose track of time in those casinos. There's no windows, there's no clocks, and you never walk away from the table when you're on a heater. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you here. We're talking with author, TV producer, folk singer, and all-around casino expert, Gary Green. How do you start evaluating a casino, I mean, for your TV show? Is it, uh, do you send people in to play and not tell them you're going in? Or how, how do you go through the evaluation process? I, I do the same thing for the show that I, that I do in my private practice, in my, in my private consulting business, and that is I literally go in undercover. I, I go in with jeans and a T-shirt and a baseball cap, and I go in and I play the games, I eat, I stay in the hotel if there is a hotel, uh, I become a pain-in-the-ass customer asking <laughs> questions. Uh, I, I do all the things that would, that would normally happen to, to a patron. And then I sit down with the ownership or management and say, okay, what do you perceive your problems are? And let's sort of match and see if your problems and my problems that I identified are the same issues. And, and let's go from there. So and in, in your view, what is the biggest mistake that most casino managers make when running their property? There are two mistakes that that I see over and over. The first one is the the belief that build it and they will come. Okay, I have a casino. All I need to do now is is operate. All I need to do is you know make sure my my buffet is filled and and make sure the cocktail waitresses are are hitting the machines and hitting the tables. And that just doesn't work. I mean. It, maybe there was a time, you know, when, when, when resorts was the only joint in Atlantic City, when the only places you could gamble legally in the United States were in Nevada or in, in Jersey, then, then maybe. But, you know, every American now lives with, in the continental United States, lives within 90 minutes of a casino. So that doesn't work anymore. It, at the end of the day, we all have the same slot machines. We have the same table games. Basically, we have the same holds and the same payouts. Um, we've got the same ugly carpet on the floor. We've got the same cocktail waitresses. Our, our industry is so incestuous that we have the same general managers and same senior management. So, so what the heck's the difference in one property and the other? What makes what makes a a player say this is my casino, this is my property? And and so, the, the biggest mistake is not to recognize everything I just said, and so operate in some kind of twilight zone that, that is not aware of that reality. The, and the, the second thing I run into is a behind the back of the house, behind the scenes issue, and that, that is the aforementioned finance issue. It's just the, the financial packages were put together by people who either front-loaded the deals so they could get a lot of money on the front end and get out of it like the rebel, or, uh, or, or they were just stupid in the first place, just bad deals that somebody was taking advantage of somebody. Have you ever gone into a casino and just said, you know what, I don't think this can be saved at all? Or is everything salvaged? <laughs> I mean, I've been into some casinos like, wow, how do these guys even stay in business? Have you ever ran into that kind of a business? I will not name the casino because oh, I don't want don't. to be sued. <laughs> no. But I will tell you that recently I went into a casino and I turned to my business partner and I said, um, 
this is a money laundering operation. This is not a profitable business. The, these these cats are not interested in making money. There's no way they can make money. And count the cars in the parking lot and look at what their revenue is. There's something really funky going on here. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a smart move. And that, and that show is called Casino Rescue. And I guess, I guess there will be an announcement when that can be seen and where, where uh, it, it what time. Would, Exactly. There'll be a there'll be a big announcement by the network, and they'll do all the publicity things, and Alan will publicize it everywhere, and we'll all be jumping up and down talking about it. And it should be on this fall. <laughs> oh, great! Now I want to change gears, and I hope to get all, to all your projects in the short amount of time we have with you. Now you have a book coming out called Osceola's Revenge: The Phenomena of Indian Gaming, and like I told you, I'm an attorney working in the gaming field, and I think it's a must-read. First off, who is Max Osceola, and what is the book about? The, the Max is a, a tribal member of the Seminole Tribe of Florida, and uh, he is a direct line descendant of the great warrior chief Osceola, who uh, led the Seminole. You know, Seminoles is the only tribe that uh, never made peace with the United States. There's no <laughs> treaty, <laughs> and uh, the, the Osceola was captured, and he was. Uh, hauled off to prison, to a, to a military prison, and died in military prison. Max is his direct descendant. The book is about a question that, that people ask me constantly, and that is, how the heck did an Indian casino show up in my neighborhood? <laughs> you, you know, the, I'll, I'll give you a great example. There's a little, there's a little town in Alabama, Wetumpka, Alabama, population about, I don't know, less than 1,000. Let's call it a population of 900. They woke up one morning, and under construction was a casino with 3,000 slot machines in it, <laughs> and, and now two hotel towers. How the heck did that happen, especially in a state like Alabama where gambling is, is illegal? I mean, you know, when they had all those, those gray area bingo hall casinos in there a few years ago, the state conducted raids and, and practically closed the state down, yet, yet there are three legal operating huge, very nice casinos in that state. And, and let me tell you, those properties, you go in those properties, and it visually and customer experience-wise, they they rival uh, the Borgata. They oh, rival. yeah, no, they're gorgeous. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. they, they are absolutely beautiful properties. And uh, so, so the question people are asking me is, how did this happen? Why is this happening? What's the deal? That's what the book's about. How did it happen? You know, I, I read the book, and it's a great analysis of the evolution of Indian gaming. And I was always interested in the relationship between the tribes and the federal government. And I'm dying to ask you this. Now, in your opinion, are they truly considered sovereign in the eyes of the federal government? Because that was kind of a, you know, they have a lot of rules to go by. Are they truly sovereign? No. They're, yeah. they, are con they, are considered, they are considered ward nations. Uh, and, and you know, not being a lawyer myself, when I when I first stumbled across that term, ward nations, I was trying to figure out what the hell the, the U.S. government meant by that. What did, what did the Supreme Court mean by using that term? Because I was only familiar with the term uh, as uh, Dick Grayson was Bruce Wayne's ward. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. so, so I mean, what, what do you mean it's a ward nation? It's a childlike nation, and and that really is the position now. It, because that word sovereign has been thrown around in the gaming industry so many times when talking about Indian tribes, and it's, and it's not really sovereign. It, it's really not, but I'll tell you what is interesting. Uh, where, where we are with the courts today and, and with federal law today is that while, while criminal laws of the states apply uh, on an Indian reservation or on, on Indian trust land, the civil laws do not necessarily apply. So, for example, when I was operating Indian casinos, if I had a slip and fall in there, uh, the, unless I had signed away the rights in an agreement with the state, unless the tribe signed away the rights in an agreement with the state, the, the court that had jurisdiction in that slip and fall case was the tribal court. So, you know, which probably the judge was appointed by the chief of the tribe, who also is in charge of the casino. So, you know, didn't really worry about civil issues. Um, criminal issues, entirely different, different subject. <coughs> and while I say all of that about state law, federal law has always applied on, on federal reservations. 
You know, in, in your book, you brought up some uh, great, great points about some of the challenges that face businesses and banks that want to become involved in Indian gaming. Can you uh, lay out some of those that you described in the book? Yeah. First, first, I tell everyone that has an interest in investing in Indian gaming, the, the potential for profits are huge. Probably, probably return on investment, return on equity greater than you can get in, in commercial casinos for a number of reasons. However... The, the risk is insane. Uh, first of all, federal law prohibits uh, anyone from owning uh, an interest in property on the reservation, which means th- that you can't have a mortgage, which means that you can't attach anything for the loan for, for the money that you put into it. Secondly, you can't have an equity position in an Indian casino. An Indian casino can only be owned by the tribe. It can't even be owned by individual Indians. It can only be owned by the tribe itself. It's a government enterprise. So you can't have equity in the business. Uh, you can't attach the real estate. You can't attach the, the furniture, fixtures, and equipment. Uh, what's the security for this money that you're putting up? Uh, there is even a, a court ruling that prohibits you from sharing the bank account and attaching the bank account. So it, it is a challenge from day one. Uh, what, what's the security interest that you have? You know why? Why would I want to put up a hundred million dollars to build this casino? And I'm just going to take your word for it that you, you'll pay me back if you like me. It certainly is now. In your book, you it said you became involved in Indian gaming through your folk singing, raising money for Native American causes. What was the attitude of the federal government at that time toward the idea of Indian gaming? Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> you you, have, you was, gave some great examples. If uh, if Donald Trump is talking about wiretapping now, boy, you uh, there was nothing compared to what you described. Let, let me tell you, the largest single U.S. military involvement in the United States was not during the civil was none of the civil war battles it was the attack on wounded knee in 1973 (laughs) just unbelievable the military turnout in 1973 surrounding this isolated piece of this isolated church on uh, Ogala Sioux land up in wounded knee South Dakota um, and, and that wasn't even over a gaming issue. It was over a, a sovereignty issue. It was over the sovereign rights of, of the tribe. Um, the, the issue of gaming was, was just it, it was just unheard of. I mean, it was just something that no one would even consider because, you know, if, if, if pushing for sovereignty brought out uh, the United States Air Force, which it did in, in South Dakota, then talking about gaming would have been insane. And, you know, why Max Osceola and Chief James Billy decided to move forward with bingo was either insane or revolutionary or a little bit of both. And I've said that to both of them. And and they both agree, incidentally, that it was probably insane and revolutionary. What they did and, and where where Indian Casino started, where it all came from, was in bingo. Um in in the state of Florida. The state of Florida had a law that allowed charities to operate bingo. And there were rules set for what the maximum prize could be, how many hours you could play, how many days a week you could play. And we'll be right back with more House of Cards right after this quick break. Exciting things are happening at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. They already have the largest selection of online slots in the Garden State, And now, players on GoldenNuggetCasino.com can play their favorite table games with the very first statewide online live dealers in the U.S. Golden Nuggets Live Dealer creates a true casino floor experience online. All of the dealers have their own unique personalities talking to you as they deal the cards. Live Dealer is broadcast live from an exclusive studio at the Golden Nugget Atlantic City and streamed directly to you, the player, on your smartphone or your laptop. And as long as you're within the New Jersey limits, you can play from wherever you happen to be or on the go. Play Blackjack, Roulette, Baccarat. All these are available seven days a week from 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. live in real time on New Jersey's most innovative online gaming site. Get started today at GoldenNuggetCasino.com and take part in the newest and most unique online gaming experience a casino can offer. Golden Nuggets Online Live Dealer. Truly the next evolution of online gaming. Must be 21 years or older. New Jersey only. Problem gambler. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code BABE16 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code BABE16. That's B-A-B-E-16 at adamandeve.com. Don't just listen to House of Cards. Now you can be part of the show with the House of Cards hotline. Call us at 609-474-HOCR and leave a message for Ashley and the rest of the House of Cards crew. Comments about the show? Poker questions? You just want us to know about great places to play or you just got bluffed out of a pot? Your messages may even be played on the air. Give us a call at 609-474-HOCR. That's 609-474-4627. The House of Cards Hotline, available 24 hours a day. Call the hotline or send us an email at info at houseofcardsradio.com and don't forget to visit our website at houseofcardsradio.com and follow the show on Twitter and Facebook. By leaving a message with House of Cards, you can send to having your message played on the air. You're listening to the House of Cards. Well, don't take it too hard. I've done a lot of stupid things in my life, too. Stupid! What do you mean, stupid? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you here. We're talking with author, TV producer, folk singer, and all-around casino expert, Gary Green. Go ahead, Gary. I'm sorry. I cut you off yeah. there. Max Osceola and James Billy said, okay, we're a so- we're sovereign Indian land. We don't even have a treaty with the U.S. government. Let's open our own bingo hall. Let's keep it open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And instead of the $300 top prize that the state of Florida allows, let's have a $10,000 top, top prize. Well, the... The state of Florida immediately stepped in to to close the place down, and uh, it, uh, you're an attorney, well-known case, Butterworth, uh, who was at that time uh, Bob Butterworth was sheriff of Broward County, Fort Lauderdale, uh, went on to be the attorney general of the state of Florida eventually. But Butterworth versus Seminole Tribe of Florida, and uh, in in the rulings in federal court in in that case, in in the rulings, uh, the determination was that. If it's a civil matter, then the state has no jurisdiction over the tribe. And since bingo was legal in the state, the regulation of bingo was purely civil. It was regulatory and not criminal. And so, therefore, the tribe could set their own regulations within the within the criminal confines, and there was no criminal uh, pr- prohibition against bingo. So, boom, the bingo business started. And once they did that, I mean, it, it just opened uh, the doors for for an evolution slash revolution. Hence, hence now there are almost 500 Indian casinos across the across the United States. Now, when you say bingo halls, a lot of people have a conception of bingo. You know, the sheet of paper with the numbers on it. But in your description of the books, it seems like they were more or less slot machines. In in those early days, when when Max and and James started in, the, in those early days, and and when my partner uh, Buddy Levy was investing in those early days, that was paper bingo. That was that was blue haired bingo, as I call it. <laughs> that, that that was that was that was paper bingo and daubers and, and the whole world. But you know, all of this was before the technology revolution. It was before client server computing. Um, when the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act was was passed in in '86, took effect in '88, um, 
client-server computing didn't really exist yet. And so what what happened subsequent to that, there's a provision of the, of the federal law, of the Indian Gaming Regulatory Act, that says that, that tribes can play what the act calls Class II games. And that is bingo and electronic aids to bingo. So some of these smart computer guys put their heads together and they said, okay, an electronic aid to bingo. What if, what if the ball draw in bingo, the blower and the balls, what if that was virtual? What if that was on a computer chip or in a piece of software? And what if your bingo card was also virtual? And what if the act of dobbing, of covering the numbers, was also virtual? And once you do that, it triggers an aid to help you see that you won. And that aid is a movie. And let's say that the movie that plays is, uh, is three cherries spinning on reels like a slot machine. And three cherries is an electronic aid that represents a diagonal bingo on your invisible virtual bingo card, which was drawn by invisible virtual bingo numbers. Believe it or not, that scheme I just described to you went all the way through the federal court system and was deemed, eh, yep, you got it. That's an electronic aid to bingo. <laughs> So so I can take you into a class two casino in Indian country and sit you down in front of a, uh, let's pick a slot machine, a Wheel of Fortune class two slot machine. And it looks to you as the player exactly like the Wheel of Fortune machine that you're playing on the boardwalk or at the marina in, in Atlantic City or in Vegas on the Strip. It plays the same way. It looks the same way. It makes the same sounds. It does. It pays out sometimes a little bit better. And for all the world, for the player, you just played a Wheel of Fortune slot machine. But if you look at it closely, up in the upper left-hand corner of that machine, there's a tiny little bingo card up there or, or a representation of a bingo card because you're playing electronic bingo. Unbelievable. Gary, we only have a minute left. Do you have a website where people can go to keep up to date with your projects like Casino Rescue and Osceola's Revenge, the phenomena of Indian gaming? The, there are two sites. We have GaryGreenGaming.com, and then just about me is GaryGreen.com. Okay, Gary, thanks a lot. It's always a pleasure to have you back on the show. we got to get you back on really soon. Well, Gary Green was so interesting, and I kept talking and talking, that we don't have time for a mailbag this week. So uh, I guess you're going to have to get your questions answered next week. So from all of us at House of Cards, see ya. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.